Welcome to If Numbers Could Talk. My name is Keelan. This is episode 43. Episode 43 is um, going to be pushing on some topics today that is re- really close to the number of this episode, 43. Let's look at the age perspective. That's what we're going to be looking at. The um, epoch, if you will, of athleticism. What is your athletic epoch? What is the uh, what is the timeline of your accomplishments, your goals and um, <laughs> championships, uh, just your level of notoriety? How far does it go under the athletic line, the timeline? What is your athletic timeline, essentially? That's what we're going to be talking about. There's been a lot of um, talk lately. I, I don't know. I hear things regularly about how old this uh, athlete is, how old another athlete is. You know, once you hit a certain age that you're not really on that level anymore, you're not supposed to be on that level. And I've always believed that most athletes are going to play into their 40s at least. That's just how I've always seen it. Maybe I've watched sports way too long and I've seen way too many 40-year-olds come around. But let's talk about that word epoch that I have in the title. What is your athletic epoch? It says at dictionary.com that epoch is a noun, right? It is defined as a period of time in history or a person's life, typically one marked by notable events or particular characteristics. So again, what is your athletic epoch? When were you most successful? When were you still successful you know if you're a professional athlete you're successful either way so when they're how long were you successful essentially is what i'm asking in your sport that's what we're going to be looking at today this evening this afternoon this morning whenever you're listening or watching we appreciate you i appreciate you and um let's get started so you know you've had a lot of athletes over time that uh I mean, they've played well beyond the age of 40. It seems like 40, you know, people get so close to the age of 40 and it's just a real topic. Like, oh, my God, he's past 35. Oh, he he's 40. It, it, listen, I've seen enough and I wanted to find a lot of uh, numbers and also names this evening um, to really just kind of push that forward that you don't necessarily get worse. I mean, yeah, you get a little slower. Um but the things that you gain, especially if you've been playing since you were like 19, 20, and you're still able to play at like 41, 42, you're a different type of player. And like you're you're the type of player that someone at 19 and 20 couldn't be. They haven't had that level of experience. Um, and in fact, I don't think it's as rare as we've been led to believe or as rare as the media says or pushes it as today. I'm just going to go ahead and give you guys some uh, names and some accomplishments and some ages. And let's see what you guys think by the end of this. Okay. So let's start with Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens was 45 when he retired. Warren Moon was 41 when he made his last first bowl appearance. He also retired that year. Randy Couture, fighter. He was still active at 47, 48 years old. Bernard Hopkins is a boxer. I want to say he took his last boxing match at 50, 51 years old. So, you know, right off the bat, there you go. Let's start with that, right? If you were into uh, hockey, I'm sure you've heard of the six-decade player, 
Gordy Howe, who retired at the age of 52 years old and then retired to play on a one-game contract at 69 years old in the NHL, right? But, you know, a guy hits like 30, 31 in there. Oh, my God, he's beyond his peak. We, he's 28. Oh, my God, he's so close. We can't, we can't take this. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Mind you, I'm not even halfway over through what I'm about to tell you guys. What about uh, Vinny Testaverde, right? Remember that guy in the NFL? He's the oldest quarterback to win a game. Second oldest quarterback to start a game, but he's the oldest quarterback to win a game. He was 44 the last time he won, or when he won, it set the record to be the oldest quarterback to lead a game to victory. Over in golf, you had Babe Diedrichson uh, Zaharias. You know, she was 43 years old and she won the AP Female um, Athlete of the Year Award at 43. She also won the U.S. Open for the women's division. Women's U.S. Open. U.S. Women's Open. Sorry. But at 43 years old, to hit those level of that level of accomplishment, I mean, they, they make it seem like only a 28-year-old does that, right? But at 43, she won the U.S. Women's Open and was the AP Female Athlete of the Year, right? I've never even heard of Babe Diedrichson. However, that's, that's a story I would like to hear about. You know, I mean, Again, to make it seem like 28, 30, 32, oh, sports is over. No, sports is clearly just beginning. So what about Robert Parrish, right? Robert Parrish was 43 when he was on the 96-97 uh, Bulls team, right? Dikembe Mutombo retired at 43, but it was at 40 years old. He grabbed 22 rebounds in one game and grabbed – that was the most he ever grabbed in one game, 20-plus, like – but again, there's there's this thing that just keeps coming up about age and oh man, this team is too old and look at the guys over here. I don't understand. I think we are well beyond that, but I don't understand how we looking at what I've seen and this is just a short list that I'm going to give you. This list of names of alone are mostly notable names. There are a lot of non-note like names that most people wouldn't notice that also played into some of these ages. What about Harold Baines? He was 40 years old the year he had 103 runs. He also had a uh, uh, 0.312 rating at bat. Oh, he was also an all-star. He was 40 years old in the MLB. But, you know, guy hits 28, 30, and <laughs> all of a sudden it's hard for them to get good contracts and nobody wants them. It's weird. It's I don't know if it, how that really works. I mean, when you're looking for high athleticism and all of that, maybe. But if you're looking to win, let me keep going. Hank Aaron was 42 when he retired. And it was at 40 that he hit number 715 and became the uh, leading hitter of all time, leading batter of all time with the most home runs. 715 at the age of 40 for Hank Aaron, right? Satchel Page didn't even play in the majors until he was 42 years old. Didn't even get there. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of things that we could talk about as far as, you know, how things were set up and the lack thereof. You know, he wasn't allowed to play in the majors at the time. But at 42, he was still good enough to play in the majors. Jack Nicholas was 46 when he won his last, uh, or excuse me, when he won his sixth Masters. That's golf. I want to say Jack Nicholas might still be active. I, I actually, I'm, I failed you guys on that one. I'm sorry. I didn't look it up. But if he's still alive, I would almost dare to say he's definitely on a course somewhere 
probably it's still uh, uh, getting up to the top 10s somehow. But that's what happens when you're great, right? But again, let's cycle back to the point of all of this. What is the athletic epoch of your life, right? For all of, all of these people, clearly it was well beyond that, uh, what do they call it? The 28 to 32 year uh, euro window. They give most people four years to be at their peak. Let's get on to our next guy. <laughs> 32 is not the end. What about at 42? That's what age Kareem was when he retired. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played until he was 42. Jerry Rice played until he was 44. Now, we're not saying that all of these guys were as uh, productive as they were at 22, 24, 28, 29, but they were still highly productive at these ages. They were still getting the job done. They weren't just, oh, you know, I'm out here and I'm just the, the novelty, so to speak, right? Even if they only got two minutes, they get out there and do their two minutes. Allow me to keep going. Martina Narv... Oh, I want to make sure I get that right. Navratilova. Martina Navratilova, tennis player. She, from the ages of 44 to 50, she won 12 doubles and three mixed doubles. So a total of 15 medals or 15 uh, uh, trophies from the age of 44 to 50 as a tennis player. I want to say she did have a break of about three or four years, if I remember correctly, from her career. And I'm sure people are going to say that's what kept her healthy. However, 44 to 50 years old. Um, yeah, there's a couple of tennis players that are in their mid to late 30s right now that are being told to retire and crucified because of their age, even though they're still at the top of their game as well. Tiger Woods. Let's get to some of these still currently active people, right? So I just gave you a bunch of names of people who just excelled well beyond that that aging that they give people, well beyond that little box that they say this is what people are going to play great in, right? But what about some people who are still active? There's still a lot of players, a lot of athletes across all sports um, who are still active well over 35. How far over 35, you ask? Well, Tiger Woods is still active, and he's currently 45. Tom Brady is currently active, and he is 44. LeBron James is still active at 36. Roger Federer is still active. He is 40. Serena Williams, she's still active, 39 years old. What about Phil Mickelson? You ever hear that guy, Phil Mickelson? Give him a look up. 48 years old, still active. Diana Taurasi is 39, and she is still active in the WNBA. Joramir Jaeger, 49, still active in the NHL. Carmelo Anthony is an active 37-year-old NBA player. Dwight Howard is still active at 35. There's a 41-year-old NBA player, Udonis Haslam. He's still active. Ben Roethlisberger is 39. He's still active. Jason Peters is still active at also 39 years old. What about baseball? Miguel Cabrera, 38 years old, still active. Justin Verlander, 38 years old, still active. You know, it was he's not active anymore, but Ichiro Suzuki played until 44, 45, maybe 46. I want to say 45. I want to say 45 is when uh, Ichiro Suzuki retired, right? Albert Pujols is still playing. He's 41. Sue Bird, 
she's still in the WNBA. She's also 39. And Simeon Augustus is 36, still playing. Now, I just want to say there's so many other players over the age of at least 35 years old who are still playing at a high rate in every sport that I can think of. I mean, I could have literally just kept writing this list and went on for, for probably an hour or so, if not longer, um, just naming the players who have surpassed this, this prime expectancy, right? So the question comes down to what is your athletic epoch? It's definitely not, definitely not what they tell you it is. It doesn't stop at some uh, glory, happy age. Um, I'm about to be 33 myself. I don't feel like my body's breaking down or I can't get up and do any of the things I want to athletically, whether I choose to or not. I, I believe I can do them. And when I get up to do them, I have no issue. You can go to any of your local parks. You can go over to your workout gym. You'll see a bunch of guys in their 50s and 60s probably still balling, still running, still lifting, still highly active. So please don't believe that, oh, this is the prime, just especially when it comes to a professional athlete, someone who's put their entire life, their entire body on a line just to get to where they are. You think that if their body is still capable, they're just going to walk away? No, not at all. They're going to get out there and do what they do. And um, that's really just the whole purpose of this this episode for me is to to give some respect to those who give up their time, give up their uh, time with their families, lives to become these refined athletes, whether it's for two minutes or 42 minutes or uh, three, four hours, depending on uh, who you are, what sport you play and how important you are to your team. So um, that is the end of the uh, what is your athletic epoch episode. I really just wanted to run that by you guys. Again, remember, it's not about how old you are. It's about how old you feel, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I know some guys that are in their 60s that um, I'm not sure if I want to play one-on-one ball against. And you might laugh at that, but then you'll meet them and you'll go, oh, oh, God. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a different type of basketball right there. I don't. My IQ isn't there. My footwork is I need to step it up a little bit. Um, but, hey, get, get me any room to run around them. Just run in circles, right? But, uh, you know, you get out there. You learn a little bit. You have some fun. That's really what athletics is all about. It's about, uh, in my opinion, it's about just enjoying all of the, the, the ability to learn from each other. I, I don't think you just learn sports when you're learning from people who are in a different age bracket. So, I'm always able to talk to and learn from the next person based on what their experience is and comparing it to what mine is and growing from that. Within that, I hope we continue to see 40 plus year olds dominating their sports, dominating their crafts around the spectrum, not just in sports. But um, that even includes things that we're used to seeing older people do only. Hopefully some younger people can break into those things and break that mold. But uh, this has been If Numbers Could Talk, and who knows? Maybe next time I'll give you an episode about some of those young people who have broken into the modes of things that it seemed like you had to be like in your late 30s, 40s, and 50s to do, but you have early 30s and late 20s doing it today, maybe even some early 20s. You never know what research brings to my attention. I appreciate you guys. This is If Numbers Could Talk. By all means, head over to Thinkering Talks page on Facebook. The Thinkering Talks page on Facebook and on YouTube houses 
all of our different shows, the Exo Fathom podcast that comes on Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Screen Time Continuum that comes on Wednesday. All right. Hello. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty there. Thank you for those who are still here. And I apologize for the uh, interruption. So we have the Exo Fathom podcast. The Exo Fathom podcast comes on Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. We have the Screen Time Continuum. Screen Time Continuum comes on Wednesdays and Sundays at 8.30 p.m. You also have Strawberries and Coffee. Strawberries and Coffee has a Facebook and a YouTube and a Twitch Please check them him out. That is Dijon. Dijon has video games over there on Strawberries and Coffee. Strawberries and Coffee. Not and, but and coffee. And if you are not able to catch any of his live streams, definitely check out YouTube the day after. He streams live 10 to 10.15. Somewhere around there he begins Tuesday and Thursday evenings. And then the next day they're uploaded up onto YouTube. He also does a lot of impromptu uh, lives. So by all means, subscribe, hit the little bell for all of our shows. Even if you're here over if on If Numbers Could Talk and you haven't done that yet, but you'd like to know when that next episode comes up for any of our shows, hit the subscribe, hit the like, hit the little bell, and also head over to www.thinkering.space and you'll get direct links to not only all of our sites, all of our shows, but also our merchandise. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week here on If Numbers Could Talk. Have a great one.